Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to week 31 of the Foot Weekly Podcast. We've got a gameplay pod and I have two familiar voices for you. The first is Foot Legend Air Japes FIFA. Hello, Japes. Hello, Ben. Happy to be uh, chatting three-back goodness yeah, today. That's true. A different perspective this week because we talked about it quite a bit, but definitely a new dimension. Yeah, a, a far superior dimension, some might say. Yeah, that's true. Although you did go 19-1 and one with the 3 4 one, two mm. on a new road to glory, right? So that's pretty decent mm, I have to say pretty good yeah um, we've also got your world cup commentator richard buckley with us welcome back how are we yeah very well thank you thank you for the invite back as always uh looking forward to chatting gameplay yeah and we're going to be talking with uh, e premier league winner a man having a lot of success in the esports scene at the moment it is dammy fifa Hello. Thank you for, for having me here. It's a, it's a pleasure. Yeah, no, it's great to have you on. For those who don't know, uh, you hail from Poland, right? But you've uh, have you been living in the UK for for quite a while because I know you moved, what, first moved to Roma, right? I've actually lived in uh, London all the time, even when I played in Rome. Uh, so I'm here for six years now, something around that. Yeah, so it's quite a while. Yeah, and of course, you've been in and around the scene for quite some time, right? And you are someone who's, you know, been at a, a good level for a while have propelled yourself into the spotlight a bit more recently perhaps because of the success with e-premier league and particularly because you've been using that 352 and i think people have really latched onto that as being the reason behind your success but do you think that's a bit unfair do you think it is a bit more than just that formation which we will talk about of course uh yeah i think it definitely gave me an advantage uh, if we talk about the e-premier league uh, because mm. then not many people even knew that this formation is viable in the game 
Mm-hmm. Um, so when they saw me during the game, when you know I was up either one nil or two nil up, then they they've checked my formation and they didn't really know what to do, right? Like how how would they stop me? Mm. Like it's really hard to figure it out on like one day or two days of the tournament. So yes, I would guess that it's it was an advantage, but at the same time. Like we are a few weeks after that tournament and in the FGS I've still performed really, really well. Mm. And people actually have time to either adapt to it or play it themselves. Yeah. And I still came out on top. So I'm really happy that I could show that it's not only about that formation, but it's also like I mm. improved as a player too. Yeah, we will talk more about that in a second. We normally start with a few player reviews, ideally players who've been released more recently. Uh, guess first, of course, any particular uh, players that you wanted to mention at all that people might find interesting? Ooh, uh, I think it's hard. If I'm completely honest, uh, mm. I've changed myself because in FIFA 18, 19, I really like to try a lot of players. But nowadays, I'm really like strict, you know, because I don't want to lose coins. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a boring player in that regard, but uh, I think the like that Dembele card, uh, the Foot Fantas, I think like is really good. Obviously, really expensive too, but mm. it's not uh, a traditional meta player. People normally use like Mbappe's right, like or CR7s. Mm. I think he's uh, he's really insane, and you can have a lot of fun with him. Yeah, nice. And in terms of things that might be useful for the listener around personnel. What types of players are you using and what specific mm-hmm. players, I guess, in those wide positions in your 3-5-2? Yeah, so I always use Cancelo. Team of the Year is obviously the best one. In FGS, I needed mm-hmm. to use his uh, headliner card because I can't have the Team of the Year, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Now you can use Marcelo as well. He came out recently. I think he's mm. probably the best defender you can have on, on the left mid or right mid in 3-5-2. Mm-hmm. And then... On the other wing, I prefer using attacking player. So it was Neymar in FGS. Then uh, I have Kent as my sub, <laughs> nice. which is uh, really funny if we go back a few years. But yeah, uh, he's he's really, really good at that position. And then basically you can use any single like attacking player that is uh, quick, but also is kind of strong, right? So mm. I don't know, like Salah is also a good example. You can use Mbappe there, Ginola. Like some players like that, yeah. Interesting, because Neymar's a, a very attacking player to to have, because he's not you yeah. know, great defensively, is he? Um, yeah, he's not. It's it's really risky, and it kind of contradicts with mm. what I just said. But at the same time, like I'm willing to take that risk. Uh, I know it's it doesn't pay off like every single game, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I like to score goals, and you know, I want the player to be really good attacking wise there. So I chose him. Mm-hmm. And if you had the option of using another Marcelo, let's say, <laughs> over Neymar, would you do that? Or would that be mm-hmm. not quite as good going forward? Yeah, I think it's possible, but mm-hmm. I will probably use Marcelo instead of Cancelo. Uh, that would be my okay, choice, yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't you wouldn't use like Cancelo one side, Marcelo the other, that would be too, uh, too defensive almost? Yeah, I think so, okay. for me at least. Uh, it's yeah, going to be yeah. good for a lot of people. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. not the... Not a bad idea at all, but for me and my playstyle, I I just feel like I need to have this one one attacker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that, that is definitely interesting and, and slightly different to what people tend to do. Great. Uh, let's hear from a few other people. I know Jake, you mentioned having recently maybe solved your La Liga midfield dilemma with yeah, Koke. Koke's been great. You know, as I mentioned in the 
content pot. I'm pretty keen to get that uh, Busquets card in. I think he'll be perhaps mm. even better. Like my biggest weakness when I play, you know, I play a lot of the three four one two is uh defensively i tend to even get like kind of aggressive with my cms at times as well and so cms that have a medium high work rate tend to just give me a little bit more protection so i'm eager to get busquets in but coke has been great value for me so far yeah and as promised on the content pod i will review or do a little review of busquets because i did use him for 10 games over weekend league he was quite interesting. I mean, obviously, it's a huge boost he's got, especially to pace. I mean, what, 42 to 84? I guess it's exactly doubling his pace. Um, but the things that actually make him more interesting, I guess, Japes, you were looking at, is things like 96 reactions, 97 composure, 95 ball control, 92 dribbling, 95 defensive awareness, 96 interceptions, uh, 97 short passing, 97 long passing actually basically makes uh, almost the other stat you boost when you use uh, a max pace boost in chem style, which is probably recommended somewhat irrelevant. Like I was almost tempted to go for Hunter because his defensive stats and his, his passing stats are so ridiculously good. Anyway, I did go for a shadow in the end. <laughs> I have to say he was fantastic, but so much better as a midfield pivot in a three than he was in a two. I wonder whether in the three, Four, one, two. Japes, he would necessarily be as good because mm-hmm. although he is decently quick, he does still have the 84 balance, 87 agility. And it seems crazy because at the start or, or earlier in the cycle, you'd think that's that's amazing. Like, no problem with that at all. But actually, I, I don't know, because he's big, he's tall, he's six foot two. He didn't feel that smooth when dribbling. And I think. I would prefer to still use him as you would use Busquets as a sort of central pivot, pinging the ball around because he's ridiculously good at that and his long passing just really shone. I think when asked to certainly dribble around players, even do any level of more complex dribbling, he didn't feel great. I think because of his frame and the fact that his agility and balance aren't top tier, which you kind of need at his height, I think. That being said, his defensive ability with that aggression that he has over 90 and his frame actually helping there... And his uh, defensive stats mean that he does feel sort of a Vieira type a defensive midfielder, perhaps not with the strength quite to back it up, but obviously on the ball, he's going to more than compensate for that and has four-star weak foot as well. Just a really, really solid player to be using and someone that excels in the pivot role, perhaps not so good in the midfield too. But if you have one of them really sit, he is going to work really well, picks up those interceptions uh, that you like to see and uh, can keep the play moving and create opportunities with his long passing, uh, which is great fun. Richard, you wanted to review your bold nomination from the supporter content pod uh, for Pound for Pound Powerhouse. Uh, yeah, so I picked up the foot hero captain, uh, Ivan Cordoba. He was mm. one of the players that I, I used early doors of FIFA when the hero came out and, and really enjoyed him. And since since this new item has come out, I, I brought him into the team. He's played 36 games for me currently. And he, he's so, so good. He, not only sort of defensively, very rarely, I think one time he's been outpaced and that was by Team Lear Mbappe. He, he doesn't get ran past He's really, really good, like reliable in the tackling department. Like how many times do you, do you tackle the ball and it just sort of bounces away? Nine times out of 10, he, he mm. takes the ball with him when he tackles. Um, and he, he's just as good when the AI is controlling him as when I'm controlling him. I don't feel like he's out of position a lot. He 
can also dribble, which is something that's really good. Like if you look at his dribbling stats, they are ridiculously good across the board. Mm. He's just a really, really solid centre back. And I for eight hundred K, he the only problem is his height, but it's, it doesn't feel like that big of an issue. I don't really recall too many games where I've thought, oh, another centre back would have would have won that in the air. Yeah, I mean, his stats are just phenomenal. We were talking about this on the content podcast. You know, compare him to Maldini and Cordoba basically wins on pretty much everything. But particularly the ninety-seven balance is something that is so rare on a centre back. I mean, it's rare for a centre-back to have above 80-odd balance. So I'm keen to try him almost just to see how that affects a player because when I see stats that are sort of extremely rare on players of that type, it always makes me think, I wonder how that's going to affect them and, and uh, keen to try him out at some point. So yeah, um, an interesting one. Thanks for, for sharing that. And we'll move on to talking more tactics, as I promised, and, and talk about the 3-5-2 uh, that Dami's been using. And uh, also, James, of course, You've been using the three four one two, so uh, the combination of the two is always interesting to talk about. We've done it a few times. Ben, I want to ask Dammy off the top. Go for it. Why, <laughs> why three five two and not three four one two? And have you explored the three four one two this year, or did you just write it off because <laughs> it's too uh, perhaps too weak defensively? I haven't tried three four one two at all, but at the same time, I'm not. Like I don't see a point in in my gameplay to actually try it uh, because offensively three five two is already really really good, mm. and I'm not using a stay bug on my CDMs, so they are still really really close, you know, into like the opponent's penalty box, right? And at the same time, you have more options. Your either instructions or just in general, they are just way more compact with your center backs uh, than center mids in general in this game, so. I think it's just easier to stop either a counter-attack or, you know, just a passing play in general with CDMs rather than CMs. And it's kind of a small thing, but at the same time, if a game can help me, right, uh, at some point in the game, then I will just take it and and have a formation of CDMs instead of CMs. Yeah. So here's the the big question. Like, you sort of, like, alluded to it. I, um, the, you know, CDMs are the big difference maker there. And so... The question for me would be, like, what instructions are you putting on them? Because, like, the, you know, you mentioned you get the option of having yeah. more instructions than not. What's the, what's the tactic there? I, I don't put any, but at the same time, they have a cover wing, right, on default, which I think, at least in my opinion, when a CDM have a cover wing... I think he's going to be faster to actually cover that mm-hmm. wing <laughs> than than a center mid. Um, so okay. it's uh, it's kind of a weird one, right? Uh, because I don't use like instructions at all. I only have instructions on uh, my left mid, right mid, and on, on the cam. Other than that, it's all default. Uh, I'm not changing anything else. Mm-hmm. So I think 3-5-2 and 3-4-1-2 three, three, uh, like, have the same weakness. So it's a counter-attack. Yep. And uh, that's why I... I'm sticking with uh, cover wing on my CDMs, and I use Bellingham and Hulit there, so when I actually lose the ball, at least one of them is uh, like fast enough to come back and, and actually try to cover that uh, one of the wings, right? And, and make it easier for me to, to actually defend, because if you just stay there with three center backs against four attackers, then 
people are most likely consider. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. James, anything to add on that? I mean, I think he's like pretty spot on. I think I found like the, part of the reason that I ended up going 3412 over 352 to begin with was that I found the CMs matched up better against people playing a 442 early on. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess in competitive play, you know, what, what formations are you coming up against that, you know, give you pause? with that 352 setup cuz like I know for me when I when I I started with the 352 and I I kept coming up against everybody playing 442 and the CMs were just like they just felt like they were wide open like that for whatever reason and maybe I could have changed it with depth I, I just couldn't get the the spacing right I think for me I kind of played the uh, at least that's what I think I've played differently than other people in defense cuz I think in general the 352 is really strong like in the midfield or like in the center of the pitch, I should say. So what I do is I just run out with one of the CDMs like on the wing, like <laughs> just to bait people to actually pass into the middle. Because what I don't want to to do is just run on the wing and have 2v1 all the time. Mm. But it's it also needs like more uh, 1v1 defending, right? Like more manual defending rather than AI defending. So it's uh, it depends really, really on the play style. But I mean, I struggle against 442 sometimes. It just depends on how people actually use it. But most of the times, is you, you struggle against people who really like to play on the wing and outnumber you there, and then just wait for this, you know, one tap-in pass or however you want to call it. Like my plan when I'm defending is run out of one the CDM and then try to cover with the cam, like one of the passing lane, or just take a center back out because you have three already, right? So. It's sometimes it's really fine to just take one of them out and and kind of risk it. Yeah, yeah sounds quite similar to Japes. Your overlap on the center yeah. backs in some ways. I mean, just a, as you always say, aggressive style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use overlap and step up on my outside center backs, and so I find that they um, having those instructions uh, encourages that behavior, where it's easier for me to switch to them. Mm. You know, and get spicy if I need to. Yeah, and we should say obviously Japes your tactics on your Twitter at Japes. And Dami, your tactics, well explained in a video on YouTube. Just search D-A-M-I-E FIFA and you'll find uh, Dami's video on his tactics there. But interesting to ask you a few more questions, maybe things that haven't been covered in the video. In terms of those midfielders, Japes has them on stay back in his 3-4-1-2 because they're centre mids and that stops them pushing up too high almost and, and unless you want to manually do it. Do you find that those midfielders don't get too involved in the attack or, or can they leave you a bit open? It, uh, it really depends. When you have them unbalanced, they tend to really like run into those spaces between uh, strikers and the midfielders like of your opponent. Mm-hmm. When sometimes if you have stay back, and it doesn't matter if it's CDM or center mid, if you have them on stay back, they kind of just stay still in a place, and it's easier for for strikers in 4-4-2 to actually cover them, especially if your opponent is using the striker dropback uh, command on the D-pad. So I think that's why it's uh, it's just easier for me to actually play around, even though if they're slightly higher up, right? I think it's uh, it's just easier for me to actually keep the ball there anyway, rather than having them on stay back and just pretend you know that they cover everything, but they actually don't come for a pass. Basically, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's my idea of it. Interesting point you made about striker on comeback on the D pad. 
would you say that striker drop back is is better there than it is applying it on a player as an instruction? Yeah, it's it's much better. I don't think instructions like combat on defense do anything mm. almost uh, since FIFA 20, I believe. Oh, because there's a, a hard limit, isn't there, on the number of players that can be in midfield? Yeah, they they kind of changed it. Yeah, so now the striker drawback actually just make them come way closer than they will do only on the instruction itself. Mm. And okay, that's the, interesting. I, I would guarantee that like, I don't know, 80% of people that play 4-4-2 in competitive play, they, they use striker drawback. So oh, if uh, if you haven't used it, uh, then I would recommend it. <laughs> yeah, well, I've mainly played 4-3-3 variants. Well, mainly the false nine, actually, this cycle. So I guess... Oh, okay. Then no, yeah. 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 I wouldn't have used it. But uh, I'm using mm -hmm. a 4-2-3-1 um, with, I guess... Uh, there's only one striker, though, again. And a 4-4-1-1. Maybe the 4-4-1-1. That might work. I'll give it a go. I think it only works in four four two and four triple mm. two. Yeah, I guess a good tip for people playing that, not that those formations need any more strengthening necessarily. But let's take a break. We'll be back in part two with plenty more advice for anyone playing really any formation in part two. Catch you in just a second. So you'll have probably heard before that Foot Weekly is made possible by our supporters. And that could be anyone. It could be you, for example. But it's also Shane, who's the founder of Mystic Jerseys. Shane's a long-term supporter of the pod and he's offering 10% off the premium box for Foot Weekly listeners. What that means is for a special rate of just over £30, plus a little bit more for postage depending on where you are in the world, you can get yourself a mystery box containing a random football shirt, which could be from a range of different clubs and nations around the world. One of the really good things about it is that you can send a message with your order saying that you wouldn't like a shirt from a particular club, presumably a rival club, and you can also specify which particular colour too. If you'd like to take advantage of that, then you can head over to Mystic Jerseys, M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and then jerseys.com, and then use the code FOOTWEEKLY, F-U-T, weekly, to get that 10% off. Thanks to Shane and Mystic Jerseys for supporting the podcast, and of course, all the supporters out there keeping the podcast going. You can join them too. Just search Support Foot Weekly. You can get double the podcast content for just £3 a month. Link in the description too. If you do consider it, then a huge thank you, and a huge thank you for listening. But for now, let's get back into the podcast. Right, getting back into it after the break then. Richard, do you want to start us off with a question for Dami? Yeah, Dami, I wanted to ask you, obviously, I was at EPL, I was watching, commentating your games. The, the toughest match that you had was against Oyelito, where he probably deserved to get something out of that game. What was it that he did which caused you the most trouble? Mm, I think he was the only one that didn't give me the space like between my CDMs. Uh, he actually made sure that he always have this one player between those players. Mm. So I can't make a, a free pass between them every time I... I wanted to because <laughs> that's basically yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what what i was doing the whole tournament uh whenever i i was stuck or maybe you know my opponent actually defended well then i would just keep switching keep switching and finally find a good pass into the box because that's how the 352 works like you just have so many options uh you have wingers you have two strikers and a cam on top of that so you know at some point you will actually find the pass just the the thing is how much time your opponent will give you to to build that attack. So I think Olalito was really quick on just stopping my build up play, and I didn't really I didn't really have a chance to actually pass around 
uh, close to his penalty box at all. So mm. that's that was the the biggest difference. Mm. And is that something that his formation was helping him with and doing automatically, or was it really something that he was focused on, picked up that that's what you were strong at? No, I think he was just really smart and had a good approach against my formation. Because, mm. you know, most of the people, like, sure, they use those comeback on defense instructions or striker drawbacks, but then in the game, they just rush out with the striker to the center back, right? Which uh, you have maybe like 1% chance to actually get the ball. Mm. And then I just pass around that striker and have the whole midfield to myself in 3-5-2, mm. which I already outnumber him, and he makes it even worse for himself, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's... Uh, that's what enabled me to score so many goals because people kind of, I'm not going to say disrespect because they just didn't know how this formation works at all. Mm. And they just give me more space that I, than they needed to. Yeah. The next question, following up on that, you mentioned sort of the, the formation there and people not expecting it. Do you think this isn't the first time we've seen a formation, especially in esports, seen sort of something completely out the blue. Dull and Mike started playing the five back and then everybody started playing the five back last year. Do you think it's more about not necessarily the formation being OP or super meta, but people just not knowing what to do? They've got no answer to it. So when you put a combination of yourself coming back to LAN, you always play better at LAN, it being a one-legged game, the E-Premier League especially, so people didn't know, they didn't have time to sort of figure it out during the game. You're one, two, three nil up and then they didn't know what to do. Do you think it was more about the case of sort of people being unaware and unprepared rather than the formation just being really good? And alongside that, you are the top 0.1% of FIFA player in the world. Like you're an E-World Cup grand finalist. You're one of the best. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> it's kind of a mix of everything you just said. Uh, and it also depends on the tournament. Like E-Premier League, obviously I've had a advantage there because people didn't know how it works. I was lucky enough to actually play against it in uh, in practice. And I know that many people also played against 352 in practice, but they kind of didn't realize how good it actually was hmm. when I just uh, picked it up uh, like instantly because I've lost like three games in a row against it. And I've just, you know, thought that, wow, I think that's really good, right? And then I, I tried it myself with my like instructions and tactics and it just worked perfectly. It works really well in this meta where you just need to have this uh, tapping goals, a lot of tapping goals, and looking for this extra pass all the time. So having three, like two strikers and one car makes it so much easier for you to find those passes. Mm. And at, at the same time, it's really easy to just hold the ball in general, which is really important at the highest level of FIFA, especially at lands when people get nervous really quickly. In Premier League, I would say huge advantage people didn't know how to counter it uh, they didn't know how to match me as well but then in fgs2 i think it was like two or three weeks after e premier league so people actually had time to either prepare for 352 or actually you know play it themselves right like uh, as you said last year everyone picked up 532 from dual and mike so they could easily do it this year too but i mm -hmm. think a lot of people either like disrespected the formation because it's a free back or they didn't want to change from their standard like 4 2 or 4 2 3 one or they were just lazy about it. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, it's hard to say, but I think people, you know, 
a lot of people just didn't prepare as much as they should. Uh, that's what's my opinion. And as a yeah. player who changes formation every year and plays like different formation in like every FIFA almost since I'm on the pro scene, I think it's uh, it's just kind of sad <laughs> to see so many so many good players, uh, top players that. Uh, you know, there's this one game where it's completely different formation in the meta, and they just not willing to to play it, or they have opinions that uh, it shouldn't be working at all. So, um, yeah, it, it's a kind of a weird one. You'd call it kind of stubbornness, right? They, I think the word you're looking for is arrogance. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, can, I think that's fair yeah, too. It's, right? it's many words like close-minded, uh, laziness, uh, arrogance. Uh, Having like you know their opinion of how the game should be played in the first place, yeah, yeah, which which in in their opinion three five two is not the way that the game should be played at all. So mm. yeah, it, it depends on the people. So the just continuing on from that, I just want to know quickly what what formation did Cosmin play? Who beat you in the final? Uh, against me, he played three five two. He matched me. Yeah. Okay, so it was two three five twos in the final. Yeah. I mean, the data's mm. there that the formation is. Is is very viable. What formation do you think? Because I've played against it a few times already. What's the best counter to the three five two? I think uh, there's a lot <laughs> counters to it. Uh, okay. I don't really want to, you know, uh, spoil here. Yeah, everything here. Expose but... yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't I take this? Because this is going to be like uh, my opinion when I play against players that play, and this is a three four one two, mind you, for me. So maybe it's different against the 352 so take it with a grain of salt but when i play against really elite players that play a good four triple two it can be not fun mm. i don't mind playing against like most four three threes i don't mind playing against like four four two anymore sometimes like certain four one two and two narrow players can get annoying but i bet the three five two would be better against that formation just where the cdm sit default than the three four one two. So for me, the like elite four triple two players that I don't know if they're playing fast build up, they're playing long ball or something like that. With my like aggressive defensive style, I find to sometimes be very mm -hmm. very challenging. Yeah. What about if someone just matches you up, Jips? Do you feel like you've just got a better control of the formation? You just beat them. Yeah. Look, I I, I think that's <clears throat> I love it when people go heads up with me. Although I will say there was one time that I came up against somebody that switched to a, a three four one two and it caught me off guard big time because I was just kind of mm. like like where why are these spaces like covered now for the first time ever? But usually I would just prefer someone go like yeah let's let's switch to a three back and let's let's go for it because I'm used to all of how to defend with it and how the spaces work with it. So when people go to match it, I, usually it works out well for me. Yeah, I agree here. I mean, I just wanted to add, like, uh, there's a few formations there. I think you just need to experiment with the instructions uh, against 352 to actually counter it. You can't play a standard game of FIFA, uh, if I'm completely honest with you, because mm -hmm. then you'll just get outnumbered. So, and also you, you have a lot of space on the wings as well. So if you're a good uh, player that like to play on the wings, then you should just kind of abuse the fact that you have only one uh, one player there so you always have the the 2v1 on the wing yeah, yeah i even counter this formation myself because i like when people match me i think it's kind of 
a challenge as well, right? Uh, mm. But people want to pick it up, and I think it's really fun to be honest. Like three five two against three five two, I've won like twice in qualifiers with it, mm. and then I lost in the final against three five two, and all of the games were were great to be honest. They're fun. Yeah, mm. really, really fun. More than you know, mirror matchup or four two three one basically. <laughs> so, but y- you can get an upper hand though by maybe using a different formation. I think what Neil was saying, Neil guys, when he was on, he was saying that the formations that he was recommending are basically like where you, if you can have your front four on the stay forward, play really wide and basically stretch out the back three and they really struggle to to contain that if you're yeah. quick in attack. Yeah. Um, I, think that was its I, think, I think a lot of people know that the weaknesses are counter-attacks and uh, wings, but at the same time, mm. people either don't know how to do it or mm. they're just really scared to risk it. <laughs> and it's uh, kind of, you know, uh, you need to find the balance between it, yeah, to actually actually counter the three five two. You're going to get overloaded, aren't you? If you have four players on the state forward against three five two, I mean, inevitably... Yeah, you kind of play overload against overload. And uh, mm. it depends who's going to... I guess overload better. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to say it. Yeah. yeah, it's a really interesting discussion. I think one of the questions we had, I think you kind of answered. McCollum was asking about how to be a bit more defensively solid in a 3 5 2 because, you know, you have two midfielders and that can mean you kind of get outnumbered in midfield sometimes, um, but you're also quite open on the wings. I guess your point was actually just to, you know, don't worry about it too much and actually go out wide with your midfielders go out wide with your center backs and then force them back inside is that right where you have the ability to then put more pressure on yeah uh, after after you lose the ball uh, first of all you don't want to lose the ball on your on your half uh, with a free back mm. when your wingers go really forward and then you you're left with only three center backs but let's say you you lose the ball somewhere on your opponent's half the first choice is always to either go back with your cdm and go to the wing Mm. Or you just run back with your uh, left mid or right mid. Uh, mm-hmm. Depends on the situation, like who's closer. But you don't want to move your center backs wide or forward unless you really have to, unless you know you're going to get the ball. Uh, because mm-hmm. uh, if you if you run out of one of your center backs when your opponent is counter-attacking, then it's going to get ugly. <laughs> it's really going to get yeah, ugly. Yeah. Uh, you know, after... You, you stop the counter-attack and you're actually in the uh, kind of his build-up play and you have this five-back uh, waiting in your like penalty box, then it's fine to run out of your center-backs because you actually have people to cover it, to cover the spaces. Mm. But at the start of the counter-attack, you, you don't want to risk it because it's not worth it most of the time. Yeah, agreed. An interesting discussion on the more tactical side. I know it's taken up a lot of the podcast. We do like to do a bit of a chat on more mechanic-based things, things that you can work into your game perhaps. So we will end on that, but it'd be great to have you back on to talk more about this kind of stuff and more mechanic stuff because we won't have much time now. Um, But still good to get into this. And a question here from Elek. He says, if you could only use three-star skills, what (laughs) moves would you be using and why? I mean, I would say ball roll and roulette yeah i can't think maybe this lateral heel to heel flick i'm not sure or it's like lateral heel to heel only the name oh yeah lateral i'm not sure heels. if it's if it's 
three stars? It, it is, is, yeah. It is three stars, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so I think those three are, like, really, really good. I think, mm. I mean, overall, I think Roulette is really, really underrated it in is, this game. It is, yeah, yeah. I think it's actually really, really insane in um, breaking down those, like, big defenders like Rudiger, Varane. Like, they, you can't really have a good tackle on this skill move. And at the same time, mm. you can instantly, like, turn around after it. So it's uh, it's good for many occasions, and people just don't use it because I think everyone is on this hype train of reverse elastico and getting the rebound. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a good point, actually, because I use it often to kind of almost cut in or come in at an angle. Not exactly cutting in because it doesn't create that much of an angle, obviously. It's not like a 90-degree angle. But you can go inside the center back with a roulette basically if they push slightly too wide mm-hmm. um, and often get almost an instant shot on goal by doing that so yeah I think that's definitely a good one yeah and it's really easy to panic when someone do it against you like with yeah, Messi yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I, I'm doing it with Messi mostly because he's not five star skiller so it's uh, mm-hmm. really that's good to me right like I can leave the reverse elasticos and all, all that stuff to my Ronaldo or Mbappe but when I have a ball with uh, with Messi, then I'll just try some cheeky roulette in the box and see how they even react to it. And the thing is, like most of the people don't react to it because they don't see the scale move at all. So mm. yeah, and the lateral heel hill, Richards. I think you mentioned it a while back when we talked about a similar thing, and it is a great one to mention because yeah. it's not too hard to do either, is it? It's just so you hold LB or L one and then go uh, say right and then left really um if if the player's facing forward you go to the right and then to the left and uh, you can cut you'll then cut into the left and you can do it the other direction to cut to the right yeah super easy skill move um especially for setting up the those finesse shots or setting up those sort of uh cutting through balls i also think a three-star skill move that we see now and again i don't know the name of it it's the l2 and then you do a fake shot like in the direction mm-hmm. where your player will like Hit it off it's, both side steps yeah, almost. Yeah, I'm doing it a lot. Yeah, is it is it three star or four star? I think it's I'm three not, star. I'm not sure. Wait, what was the controls again? Sorry. So, so you hold L two and then you do a, a yeah. fake shot in the direction of where you want the ball to go. Oh, mm-hmm. like a straight line fake shot, basically. Um, yeah, but you need you need to do it with four star skiller or less. I mean, if it works for less, I, I don't know. <laughs> but if you do it with the five star skiller, it work. It does the different animation, which is worse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it's quite a nice it's quite a nice animation, especially for sort of the uh, yeah. doing that into something. So doing that and then hitting a skill move off the back of it or doing it and then uh, looking for a first-time pass or just sort of waiting and biding time, doing that skill move in and around the box, mm. being patient. It's one of those skill moves that is very viable that you just forgets in the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I was actually like, I didn't mention it because I'm, I'm still not sure if it's three or four, but it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm using it a lot, and I, I did it in E Premier League as well. It's just like a better heel to heel from the previous years, because now heel to heel got nerfed. It's really really slow. It's really easy to get the ball afterwards. So, I think this one is a great replacement and gave give you a lot of space to either pass or mm. just. Uh, good shot basically in the box yeah the running dummy basically it's slightly worse with three star works very well with four um let's hear from you japes on something slightly different just quickly you did say you would drop us a mechanic that we should use i think you teased it 
probably two or three weeks ago now mm. and we didn't get to it so let us know what the mechanic is people should have a go maybe it might be a bit more effective uh, for getting them some extra red picks over team of the season yeah i uh, the mechanic that i was talking about ben at the time is something i was so i was watching um the champions league game match uh it was real madrid versus psg at the time and it was the second like where madrid came back and i found myself just super intrigued by the amount of madrid players that were like flicking the ball up to make short passes like in and around the box and i thought to myself wait a second this is a mechanic in fifa that's existed for a long time that i just don't use that much and so i started forcing myself to use it every time that i made a ground pass or a through pass in the final third and i was shocked at how effective it is yeah like the volume of passes that seem to make it through uh, just amazing unless a player has really high like unless the defender has really high reactions they the reaction stat seems to matter so much for defending these like bounce passes mm. so like playing that against i think it's the Sergio Ramos's birthday card or whatever it is is so annoying and i think it's because he's got really really high reactions kunde really annoying because he's got really high reactions everybody else I'm going to eat you for dinner. <laughs> so, you know, start incorporating it in the, especially like the through ball bounce mechanic is really, really effective when you're countering yeah. uh, someone that's in transition. So give it a shot. Let Good me know points. if it works. You can tweet me at Air Japes. Thank you very much, Japes. Cheers. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Great advice to end it on. We could probably talk for longer, Dami, because um, I feel like there were quite a few questions which I didn't manage to get to, which people had. But uh, perhaps you'll be kind enough to join us again at some point in the future, and we can, <laughs> oh, of course. We can chat of about course, it. Maurice. It's been fantastic to have you on, and people can check out your YouTube where you have that three five two tactics video. Um, can we expect uh, a few more videos on that channel, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, videos will be there. Uh, most of them are in Polish language, but I'm going to do the highlights video from the last uh, FGS tournament. I'll probably mm -hmm. do it in Polish, but with uh, English subs or the other way around. Uh, I'm not really sure yet. Uh, so yeah, yeah. You, you can you can check it out. And yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Uh, people can also find you on social media, right? Um, what's the at uh, for Twitter and things? Yeah, it's uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, basically everything. It's Dami FIFA. Uh, so it's it's yep. pretty simple <laughs> yeah you can check yeah, it out d-a-m-i-e for those who don't know yeah great and to richard thank you very much really appreciate you coming on thank you very much as always at our buckley 98 across all social media fantastic well thank you very much to our guests on this podcast thank you very much to all you listeners out there listening in a reminder if you haven't already you can subscribe via all the various podcast platforms apple Podcasts, spotify etc and of course, if you'd like more content, if you're not already, you can become a supporter. Three pounds a month and you get double the podcast content. Check that out just by searching support for weekly. There are loads more perks in there too, not just the bonus podcast every week. Thank you very much to all those supporters keeping the podcast going and to those icon patrons. Dave B, Coach Vass, Dougie, Chris W, DJ FIFA player, QJ, Steve C, David S, Matt L, George, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Roger D, Alex M, Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, At Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Sam K, Jake G, Michael P, Zach O, 
Springford, Dominic G, Adam HC, Adam R, Andy H, Mikael L, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA's a bit like life really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.